Live from the Caltech studios, it's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast from the Caltech studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio, where we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Gentlemen, how's everybody doing today? Doing good, doing good. Looks like we got a we got a full group, got a full full room of people here today. We got some great stories, great stories we're going to be bringing to you. Uh, first, let's uh, let's go around the table here. Back with us on my right, my right hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome back. His name is Earl. Okay, now hold off on the stories. Just say hello. <laughs> Great to be back. Hold it's off. Good. Hold it's off. good to be back. Hold off on the stories. We're gonna we're gonna get a little bit of a. Uh, we want to want to hear about some of the things you saw. Earl saw one of the one of the top five gun museums in the country. Yes. This this weekend. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that a little bit. But let's uh, let's go around the room real quick. Uh, sitting on my uh, ten o'clock position for those that uh, have to graph it out and have to know what what uh, what the schematics are is the. Courtroom assassin himself, the legal ninja, wearing his Justin Timberlake outfit. And please welcome back, Mr. I turned the hat around and kind of freaked you out, didn't I? Yeah. Mr. Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Who are you? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I I was going to drive the convertible today, and so I thought I'd do this, and then I realized I'm I'm in a station wagon. It's you know it's it's, <laughs> I, it's it's more of a Wahlberg thing I think you got going yeah, there yeah. with the hat on backwards right. and you know trying Mark, to Mark, maybe, Mark. maybe today he's practicing a little street justice. Yeah, no, little, no, you, it, know, you yeah. know what it is? I don't want to bump the bill into the microphone. Yeah, it hurts. Yeah. If you're bumping the bill into the microphone, you're holding the microphone in the wrong place. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Unless you've got one of them like Donald Duck hats. Where the it's a, duck, it's a duck bill you're actually hitting on the microphone. Did you actually think I was going to let you live? <laughs> Remember when I told you I was going to let you live? I lied. I lied. Oh, no, I was going to kill you last. I lied. And then also back with us from uh, his vacation with uh, Earl is um, <laughs> is the yeah. Where, where you notice how they go? both laugh very very awkwardly. <laughs> where did we go? Oh, the samurai sidekick, Mr. Alec L. Weber. Esquire, sir. Yeah, I got it. Wow. It just means he's glad I'm back. Uh-huh. Yes. Hey, well, He'll screw it up later. He was, he was here with me alone. It was frightening. <laughs> so, sorry. Alec was also gone on uh, on assignment last week, uh, off uh, doing some family duty. That's right. Uh, so, his stories are probably boring, so we'll go back to Earl first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the thing that, that Alec saw is almost as old. Oh, yeah. As, as uh, where Earl was. <laughs> uh, tell us, Earl, uh, Earl you, went, you, went out, you went out west. Yes, I did. Not out, not out, yes. not out silly west, not California no, west. No, 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 no. I, w- I went out to God's country. South Dakota, Wyoming, and a little bit of Montana. A little bit of Montana. Got to see uh, the pictures were wonderful. I'm sure he'll post some of those up here later. Uh, tell us about the museum. Oh, the museum was awesome. It started in back in Kevin's days with the Flintlocks. 
Those were his neighbors, by the way, the, the footlocks. <laughs> just had to throw you, that one you've out. You've been there. waiting just, to use that yeah, all day. Just, yeah. just had to. I, I, I saw the saw the beach ball, couldn't resist. <laughs> all the way up till uh, modern day rifles, all the, the uh, notable advancements in technology throughout the ages, almost every brand name you could think of. Um, one that was, was pretty interesting that they had just recently, it was on the news somewhere in a, I don't remember the exact, uh, area of the desert, but someone found an old Winchester rifle leaning up against a tree and it had, it had been out there so long that it's almost virtually deteriorated, but it was old enough. It still had serial numbers on it and they checked it. And from the production date, they figured that rifle had been leaning up against a tree in the desert for over 130 years. Wow. That's yeah. cool. They're doing what they can to restore I it. I knew I liked that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Criminy. You left it laying down somewhere, didn't yeah, you? Yeah. You, know, you get up. Cool. You can't find your boots. Yeah, Bedroll's yeah. all messed up. <laughs> Dog's chasing the coyotes around. It's just a mess. How many rifles or how many firearms did you say they had in the museum? I couldn't count that high, but they stayed. I ran out of know, fingers. Yeah, past eight or nine, I'm done. <laughs> I believe they stated uh, over four thousand firearms. Yeah, that's that's a lot. I know. So I've, I've been Mike's to Mike's house. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I've been to. They, they were displayed much more neatly, and <laughs> I've been to a couple of uh, museums. Uh, most notably was the. Uh, uh, Lawmen's and Shooters, which became the uh, Knights Museum. Mm-hmm. I've been there to that one too. And and that one was, um, yeah. Give me, give me. Can I get passes for tomorrow also? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. it's intense. So I don't know which one would you say was bigger. Bigger was uh oh by the na- way the name of the museum I went to was uh, Buffalo Bills Center of the West. There you go. Okay. In uh, Cody, Wyoming, it it probably has more. Uh, more firearms, covers more areas, you know, two different levels of the building. The Knights that I saw, I saw it when it was up here in Titusville. Yeah. And two very large rooms, right. but yeah, the, I just, I'd turn a corner thinking, okay, um, I'm, you done. Know, I'm done. Yeah. Uh, no, there's, I, I can't see the end. That's very cool. Very cool. Uh, pictures from there you got? Yes, I have quite a few. Okay, so we'll be posting those up throughout the show. We're taking a look at them, well, making references to them. This show or maybe some other shows. My wife's working on editing the photos we took. We've we've took over 5,000 photos. So. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> you know, that's, we'll get them. That's, that's, the, that's the power of digital imagery. We'll, yes, we'll, it is. We'll, we'll get yes, them to you is. soon. Yeah, we'll get them to you at some point. If Whatever he's got on his phone, we'll post up. Uh, you know, for for a couple of photos, give you some give you some uh, idea you know, of how the level we're talking about exactly. Some teasers, uh, Alec, uh, and happy uh, birthday to your grandmother. I guess that's uh, that was why you were gone. Yeah, well, it was her her 89th birthday party, but uh, it was also a pretty sad time. It's sad to see a loved one suffer through dementia and Parkinson's. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's why he cries when he looks at me. That's right. <laughs> I told you Your that face yesterday. Is killing me. <laughs> you told me that yesterday. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you told me you were giving me a raise yesterday. So some great stuff going on here in the show. We've got. Uh, we're going to talk to you about some. We talked to you a little bit last week about some gun confiscation with uh, with with Hillary. We're gonna we're gonna talk about uh, her performance. 
This week on uh, Capitol Hill, uh, we're going to get back into talking about gun confiscation. We're going to talk to you uh, again about the Camaraderie Foundation uh, and their event that's coming up. And then uh, we're going to try and help you, uh, again, educate yourself and help you to educate those that don't know what they're talking about when it comes to gun confiscation and a lot of the new laws that are they're looking up on the horizon. Uh, specifically, there's a couple here in Florida, and there's a reporter here in Florida who evidently um, gets his facts by sticking his head up his butt. So we're going we're gonna to talk about him. That's, and, uh, that's solely in Florida? Uh, yeah, but yes, it deals with a lot of the, the national laws. Do you know how that happens? Rectal cranial inversion? I think it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, born, it's a trait. Pro, it's a problem with death perception. Death perception. Yeah, yeah. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios, and we will see you when we get back from the break. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean... SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from... SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like 
I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. And this segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SendMeAmmo.com. Thank you to our friends at SendMeAmmo.com. I get another box last week. Another box. Just come home and there's a box of ammo. Box of ammo ready for me to go. Open you know, you know that that brand new ammo smell when you open the box? <laughs> it's just better than a new car. Oh, it's wonderful. I love that brand new ammo smell. In fact, I've got to get, I've got to switch it up. I think I'm finally getting to the levels I need for the current calibers I'm getting. I've got to switch it up now. I've got to start bringing in some different calibers. A lot of 40 for you, right? No 40. <laughs> no 40. Don't need the 40. I've, I've purged the house of all 40. Oh. There's no 40 in the house. That way, it's all at Kevin's house. When the UN, exactly, it is. When the UN shows up looking for 40, I could be like, no, it's Kevin's house down the road. <laughs> I don't have any if 40. If the UN shows up in my neighborhood, they better bring more than a 40. Yeah. <laughs> it better be something in a millimeter, not in yeah, a caliber. That's right. There better not be point zero. Yeah. <laughs> uh, right, what was the name of that? What was the name of the museum? Cowboy Buffalo Bob's. Cody Museum of Firearms. Cody Museum of Firearms. Cody Museum of Firearms. I, I was looking it up on the break, and I got as far as forgetting to ask you what the name of it was. So <laughs> on the next break, I may, I may have some may have some facts or tidbits about it. Um, last week, we talked to you about Hillary Clinton and her gun confiscation. Hillary Clinton and her gun confiscation. There's there's a lot we wanted to get into on her gun confiscation and, and, and how that may look after she takes office. The reason we want to revisit this with Don't you... Don't say it like it's a foregone conclusion. You're scaring me to death. Again, the reason I want to revisit this is because after the meetings on the Hill... Concerning Benghazi, I don't know how many of you caught that. I know Earl and I watched some of it at the sh- at the so, so at the shop. So uh, you gentlemen watched it. From what I saw, it was uh, she clearly had disdain for the whole process. She showed uh, disinterest. She she appeared to be bored, and that was her way to uh, clearly politically politically deal with it. Uh, she appeared beaten. The the Mr. Mr. Trey Gowdy, uh, Congressman Gowdy, uh, uh, and the rest of the Republican staff asked questions that there was no getting away from. They found her to be caught in the several in the middle of several lies. So she lies to the American people. She lied to Congress, and and it was pretty clear to many of us watching it that while wow, the indictments should be right behind this. Yeah, you know, if you watch that on, I don't know. National news. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, they she made them look like fools. Exactly. And I and I sat there and I said, what hearing were they watching? Yeah. Well, uh, then again, they control the media, so they control the message. They were Did, watching the clips that they liked. Didn't CNN say that she kind of oh, showed they, them who was boss? Exactly. According to yeah, CNN. And it, was, and it was them, not her. <laughs> yeah, According to CNN, she came, she went through basically unscathed and showed mm, them who was in yeah, charge. Came out looking, you know, looking good. And I don't know what they were watching. You, you know, and again, it was it was very clear. Uh, the questions were asked, and and she lied to the American people. Um, she told the truth to the to the administration. She told the truth to the I believe it was the president of Egypt, the prime minister of uh, uh, Libya, and. Uh, but yet lied to the American public. And the whole reason was, and it came right down to it, was they needed Libya to be a success story and that a terrorist incident would show that it was a, it would not a, a success story for the administration. And it was 56 days before the election, and they could lie for 56 days to make it look good. And and the the evidence was overwhelming, yet... When you read the news right now, mm-hmm. she she won, and 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 this and this just confirms her to be the president. Oh my gosh! Yeah. So so how she somehow ends up on top of this, and I think once people educate themselves, hopefully people educate themselves. Obviously, I know everybody listening to us is listening because they are educated. Uh, they want more information. So so please pass the word. Get the word out there that she's a lying sack of duty. Uh, and <laughs> That's putting it mildly. P- putting her in the office is drinking the same kind of Kool-Aid as Jonestown. You're going, we are going to suffer consequences that cannot even begin to be envisioned. Uh, this is what she said. Uh, it's uh, just just over a week ago now. While in New Hampshire town hall meeting, uh, Hillary Clinton was asked if confiscation is something worth looking at. Discussing the firearms confiscation program in Australia, Clinton admitted she would consider implementing such a system in America. O- okay, I want to make sure you understand that. Clinton admitted she would consider implementing such a system of gun confiscation in America. So the person running for the president of the United States has already said, I don't believe in the Constitution. I don't believe in the Constitution. All the things that I've been telling you about um, background checks uh, being the only reason we want background checks to make sure only the people that should have guns should have guns is, is, is a lie. The reason I want to do background checks the way we do them is so we can we can have identify who you are. We can have registration, and then when we have registration, we can go immediately into confiscation. And, and I'm and I'm sorry, and uh, but the way we do background checks, and I'm I, listen. There's not a person sitting in this room, not a person sitting out there listening to us, not a person in in the room next to me, not not the people in the audience here that don't think background checks. Uh, are, are, are a bad idea. We need background checks. Obviously, we have uh, them. It, well, yes, I'm not saying get rid of background checks. That's not what I'm saying. Background checks are fine. But what we need 
is a different system of background checks. The way you currently do background checks, Earl's very familiar with this, the, the, the person comes in and fills out a form. And you know what? I don't think I've gone over this with Earl yet, so this will be perfect. Earl, the person comes in and they fill out a form with all their information on it. Mm-hmm. Name, you, get, you, know, you identify them through a driver's license or a government ID. You put that all down. Then you either on the phone or go on the computer and you do what? Key all that information in. You key in all their personal information, mm-hmm. what, which means backdoor registration. Now, they may not know what kind of firearm has been bought because you don't tell them what type of firearm has been bought. You're just saying... Well, in, in a way... Yeah, you, you're, 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 you're right. Do. You're right. Go ahead. I know what you're going to say. I'm saying you kind of you do. They want to know if it's a long gun, a handgun, or other. Correct. You, Earl is 100% but, correct. But they don't know the serial number. Correct. correct. They don't know if it's a Smith & Wesson... Uh, you know, in a serial number, what they do know is you bought a pistol today. Correct. Okay, so uh, thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. So they know that today, on such and such a day, you bought a pistol or you bought a rifle or you bought a receiver or a stripped part for Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. the stripped serial numbered part for a firearm. So they know that on that such and such date, uh, uh, you know, John Smith bought rifle. That's that's, That's a backdoor registration. Again, they don't know the number the serial number, and they don't know the name of the firearm, but they know the type of the firearm you bought. Correct. Why can't we go to a blind identification system? Why can't we go to a, a blind identification database system? It's called the BIDS system. You have to sign on every day mm-hmm. uh, to, to, to conduct the background checks because it's an FBI computer system and a database system. You have to you know swear that I'm doing this in the performance of my job. I'm not abusing the system. Uh so you've you've basically gotten a background check before you can do background checks. <laughs> okay. So it's kind of weird, but you know you're just they're just getting making sure you play by the rules. Right. Why can't you log into a system and instead of entering John Smith's name, you go through the daily today's list of who's on the banned list. You've got all his information. Why can't you just scroll down all the Smiths? Scroll down to Smith, comma, John, small, scroll down to Smith, comma, John, comma, Fred, comma, this date of birth, comma, this social security number, and once you determine he's not on there, you give him the firearm. Yeah, that would work. It sure does, right? Mm-hmm. I've proven the exact same thing, that this person is eligible to receive a firearm, yet I have not reported what his name is. Yeah. Every day they can update that system. Hey, it's a computer. They yeah. can update it by the second. Yeah. yeah then, okay. then, then that way, only the people who choose to violate laws are the ones that are, for lack of a better word, being outed. Or, you know, they're, right. The, the, it's the, still the, a the criminal. List. We're, not, we're not printing well, it. We're right, not right, selling right, it. Exactly. You know? exactly. That's but, why you do the I acknowledge form. And, but, but every every licensed FFL in the country would have access to this. So that, Absolutely. That's arguably, you know, thousands of people. But again, you violate a law, you kind of, when you violated that law, you gave up any, any right to complain about your personal information being available to thousands of other strangers. Well, that's all public record anyway in most states for most crimes. It's just, right, a, right. just a, a list. Correct. It is public record, but there are proper ways to access it also. Right. You can't just, you know, willy-nilly go, you know, releasing it to third party. Right. Um, and that's what you have to certify every time you log into the system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So doing a blind identification database system will keep you from ending up on a on a registration list. You, again, they may not know you, 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 you bought a Marlin 4570, but they know you bought something today. You, you completely missed the point, and I'll tell you exactly what you're going to hear from the state. But we won't know who it was that bought that gun. 
That's exactly right. Why yeah. do you need to know that? Because we have to keep we have to keep statistics. Because the fir- well, you don't need statistics for that. Oh, because no, no, Earl- no, no, sir, you don't understand the way our system works. Earl logged in today and he checked three people. We know three people bought a gun. You can even tell them what type of gun you're doing a background check on. They could still maintain those statistics. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltech Studios. More about the steps of gun confiscation coming up when we get back. SRN News. I'm Ron DeRockstra. Police in Stillwater, Oklahoma say a woman's been arrested on a DUI charge after crashing her car into a crowd of spectators at the Oklahoma State University homecoming parade this morning. Three people were killed, 22 were injured. Two Virginia teens who were plotting a shooting revenge at their high school have been arrested. The Spotsylvania County Sheriff's Office says the pair, ages 15 and 17, were planning to use guns and knives to attack students and staff at Riverbend High School in Fredericksburg. Authorities say the attack was thwarted far in advance. No one at the school was ever in any danger. Much of Texas under a flash flood watch as a powerful storm system continues to drench the state. A man's missing in San Antonio after being swept into a flooded drainage ditch while walking his dog. A train was underwater near Corsicana, about 50 miles south of Dallas. The conductor and engineer swam to safety. This is SRN News. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man, I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. 
Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Listening to Armstrong Radio live from the Keltech Studios. Call the Keltech Studios online right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast with Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at guntechusa.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A dot com. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Listen, we're talking to you about Madam Clinton's uh, quotes on gun confiscation. Uh, And uh, the NRA had a press release last week on this. We'll get into the press release a little bit more. I do want to jump back. What we were talking to you about before we left you on the break was how gun confiscation starts. Gun confiscation starts by them knowing, by them being the, the, the Clinton administration, the fu- the possible future Clinton administration, uh, because if you listen to CNN, she clearly won the Benghazi battle yesterday. It's all clear. All done. She's good to go. Uh, they... They, being the mainstream media, have said that she was she was victorious and and now she has paved the way to her presidency. She's just said she plans on doing gun confiscation. First step for gun confiscation is to identify who has the firearms. How do you identify who has the firearms? Well, that's easy. Every time you go to a dealer and you do a background check, which we all are in agreement, we background checks are needed. Mm-hmm. When the background when you perform a background check, you give. The name of the person to the government. You say, government, here's John J. Smith the third. Uh, he did a background check today for a long gun. And, a, a, and, and they make a note of it. They tell you they don't make a note of it. But they oh, yeah. also if, tell you. If it's digital, it's recorded they, somewhere. Thank you very much. Just check with the NSA. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. We know that to be fact. Um, Guess what? You just did check with the NSA. <laughs> yeah, I know. We, 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 and they, they silently confirmed it. We know it to be fact. If you go to something called the BID system, Blind Identification Database System, and I want to give credit where credit's due, that's, that is Alan Corwin's uh, uh, baby, his child, he's talked about. Alan Corwin, writer of many, many uh, firearms rights novels. Uh, he's uh, out of Arizona. Uh, Kevin and I have met him a few times. Yep. Uh, I believe his, in fact, I believe his website is gunrights.com or gunrights.org. I don't know if, if we could we can clarify that. Gun, it's it's gunrights.something. And, and now we'll we have a out. race between the, the 
the IT geeks. I'm not racing. <laughs> I let him have it. <laughs> the, uh, so Alan Corwin is where you get that system. And again, that system is just a reverse system. Rather than you entering, rather than the, the purchase, or the, excuse me, the dealer, rather than the dealer. Rather than the good guy giving his information, the bad guy's information is readily available. Exactly. And you that is not in... that different a system than the no-fly list. Correct. Correct. You don't. It, that's exactly what it's like. You don't log in on the no-fly list and put in Kevin Maxwell and see if my name. No. What doesn't you do pop is up. you scroll down the list <laughs> to see if you're on there. No, my name does not pop up. Correct. Okay. Correct. I am not on the no-fly list. It's not more of a pop-up. If it's more of a, a horn alarm system, I understand. <laughs> Kevin, <laughs> Kevin is on the no-pin <laughs> list, though. He's on the what? The no-pin list. The no-pin list. Because they confiscated all his pins. Oh, yes, they did. Remember? Yeah. I yeah, don't that's think true. that was confiscation. That's I think true. that was theft. Yeah, Kevin was the victim of some thievery, thanks to the TSA. So, we'll, uh, that's a whole another... That's a different <laughs> issue I have with another agency. <laughs> it's a whole other agency he's got some problems guys, with. By the way, guys, that ain't over yet. <laughs> <laughs> he has a long memory. Yeah. So... Miss, Ms. Mez, Ms. Madam, Madam, whatever, Mrs. Mrs. She, she. I mean, the word I have for her is not a word that we can use. But nah, the, the FCC's got rules against those. No, no, no. Try, try this. Try it. Cast Iron Desert Betty. <laughs> Cast Iron Desert Betty. There we go. Uh, so she has admitted. She she has admitted that gun confiscation is worth looking at. Again, it's an NRA press release from just uh, just over a week ago, October sixteenth. In fact, uh, uh, on the line with this, we have Catherine Mortensen from the, the NRA NRA spokesperson. How are you, Catherine? Hi, hi. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you for coming on last minute like this. It's really appreciated. Yeah, well, I'm happy to talk about this. I mean, I think Americans need to know what what she's talking about it. You know, we, we we touched on it a little bit last week, and I want to just reset it for you. We we touched on it a little bit last week when it looked like, you know, her campaign was starting to slide and nobody was taking her serious. But if you listen to the mainstream media today, she had a, 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 a resounding victory on Capitol Hill yesterday on the Benghazi uh, hearings, which was absolutely 100% different than what all of us saw on TV. But uh, the, the mainstream media wants you to believe she won, and now she's back on top. So we wanted to bring back up what she said about confiscation. And it's your press release, so I don't want to quote it. Can you, can you tell us what happened? So Hillary Clinton was asked at a town hall meeting in New Hampshire if she, what, you know, if she would consider the Australia-style or UK, you know, Great Britain-style gun laws. And she used the phrase, oh, they're worth considering. So she was trying to be a little vague, but she nodded her head and her body language seemed to indicate she was very much, you know, simpatico with the, the, the man asking the question, like, you know, this would really help our country. And so she's worth considering. She wants to consider the possibility of Australia-style gun laws. And, well, just so the American people know, what they did in Australia – is they had what some people would call a gun buyback program. But the truth of the matter is people didn't have a choice. <laughs> right. <laughs> they, they, it wasn't like, oh, I think I'll go and voluntarily turn my gun in and get, you know, $50. No, you had to turn them into the government. And if you didn't, they were considered contraband. I mean, they were outlawed. So it was, you know, to, 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 to use one, one person's phrase, it was an offer that the people in Australia simply couldn't refuse. <laughs> and, and the truth is, you know, they had no choice. And it was not some sort of benign, voluntary buyback. It was you had to turn them in, and you may have been compensated 
but th- this this was confiscation. I mean, make no doubt about it. You had no choice. Yeah, and, and the people of Australia, one thing that they had different that hopefully that we can continue to, to, to latch onto here is they didn't have a a, a a Second Amendment or anything close to that. You know, it was, right. it was nothing was written into their into their uh, their Articles of Confederation there. That that is a, a very important point to make is that the Australia government does not have anything that is the equivalent of the U.S. Second Amendment. So. So those people, they have a different cultural and historical experience when it comes to firearms than Americans do, and that their laws are different. In America, we have the Second Amendment. We have a history associated with firearms that are closely linked to our freedom. And people don't want the government coming in and telling them that they can't have guns. And this idea, if Mrs. Clinton even went further to make some sort of comparison between if you remember the Cash for Clunkers program yes. that yeah, Obama did in his first term where he was trying to get old cars off the roads and they would incentivize you by giving you some sort of a tax break or a credit up front. And then, you know, hopefully you would go out and buy a new car. Okay, well, that's, that's sort of okay because it, it's your choice, right? Right. <laughs> but what they're doing in Australia was no one's choice. And what Mrs. Clinton is endorsing there and wants to look into would be out-and-out confiscation. And, and I think this, what this is showing now, and, and, and I know this gentleman got her to imply, and, and she did say the words, you know, it's worth looking at, uh, you know, and, and, and it was asked why we can't do it, is that it, it shows what they want to do, what they really wanted to do. They may talk, oh, you know, background checks. They may talk registration. They may talk limited bans, but it's it's confiscation. It's confiscation that they want. Right. Then, then, then that's exactly it. it. It gets to the heart of what they are trying to achieve with all their so-called common sense gun laws. They really, they want to get guns out of this country. And, you know, good luck with that, right? We have an estimated... 100 million firearms in the hands of private people in America. Yeah, good luck getting those out of our hands. I just, I think that they're not living in the real world. And they're trying to confuse people by using terms like, we're talking gun safety, we're talking common sense, and we want to look at what maybe Australia has done. And It's oh, for the children. <laughs> yeah, oh, uh-huh, that's another favorite line. Yep. Uh, and, 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 we need to let people know what the reality is. It is a confiscation program, and the people in Australia had no choice but to turn their guns in. Yeah, this was not a simple volunteer. You know, again, like you said, it's an offer they couldn't refuse because either take the 50 bucks or don't take the 50 bucks. We're taking your guns. It's just a matter of do you want to be a felon? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's exactly right. And, you know, I've heard some reporters make the claim that or, or, you know, gun, gun control supporters say, well, in Australia, you know, crime really went down after this. <laughs> it's not true. So, no, that's not true. It's just and, not true. In fact, there is, there, there's, absolutely, there's not a single sort of definitive consensus or study that points to that fact. There may be one offshoot study here or there that may claim that, but then there's another study showing something different. I mean, there is there's no definitive evidence that this confiscation program 
made anyone safer in Australia. Right. We, we know it, and we know it's wrong. Catherine, thank you for jumping in and joining us last minute like this. Um, look forward to having you back on. We'll plan a little more in advance, maybe get you on a little bit longer next time. Absolutely, because we've got a lot of good stuff happening, and I'm happy to come on. Thank <laughs> you very much. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. See you after the break. want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off this is the original the Keltec p3at with six game-changing innovations it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made others may look like it but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance it turned competitors into copycats innovation performance Keltec. see the p3at in action at youtube slash Keltec weapons Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom. Listening to Arms Room Radio live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now more Arms Room Radio. Live coast to coast. With Mike and the guys in the Keltech Studios. 
Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Hey, Earl, you know, I, I, I think I'm negligent. I don't think I ever give out the contact info. How do, how do the good peoples get a hold of us here at the old, uh, the old Arms Room Radio show? We have a plethora of ways. Starting off with your favorite, they can send us a tweet on Twitter, at Arms Room Radio. They can give us a call here directly live into the Caltech studios, 407-774-8255. That's 407-774-TALK. They can send us a message on Facebook, facebook.com slash armsroomradio. Give us a like while you're there, too. They can send us an email, radio at armsroom.com. You know, I, I, I did some Twittering this week. On, on are, you, are you banned yet? No, I don't think that's what I'm wow. checking right now. I'm signing on back on right now just to see if I am. Where's the I, uh, I, I gave, I'm trying to think if I gave out anybody's personal information this week. <laughs> uh, I, mean, I mean, what's the point of doing it if you're not going to call people out? I mean, if you listen, I'm not just going to, I don't like to just make blind accusations. I like to back them up with fact and facts and home addresses. <laughs> so, you don't believe me? Here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check with yeah, them. Give, give them a call. Give them a call. Uh, that's good. That's good. It looks like I'm still active. I haven't tried to post anything yet, but it looks like I'm still active. Well, you'll, right. you'll actually be banned when you try to post something. That's what happens. Yes. yes. It'll lure, you, it'll lure you into a false sense of security. Uh, the yes, thank you, <laughs> Alec. What was the name you 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 had, you you found the the correct gun site? Yes, it is gunlaws.com. Gunlaws.com. That's uh, it's by uh, uh, Alan Corwin. Gunlaws.com. He's where you can learn about the blind identification database system, which is the no buy list. No, yeah, exactly. The, the, perfect. No I love that. Yeah. No, buy, no buy list. Uh, you know what? We have look, got look, a look at the money. brain on Kevin. We're going to have to send that to Alan right there. Uh-huh. He's going to love that. The no buy list. <laughs> Make sure Kevin gets his taste. Oh, yeah. Right. He's going to have to. Well, you got to. Yeah, listen, it's not, there's, nothing's free. Nothing's free. you gotta, you got to get through not it Not when Alex got in filling hours, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Gun bans. You just heard Catherine Mortensen talking about it. Uh, excuse me, gun confiscation. This is what Hillary said. Hillary said she wants to. She, it's worth looking at. Gun confiscation. Every time she's been asked, been, been asked before this. Every time this the 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 anti-gun crowd has been asked is no. It's it's just it's like Earl said. It's it's for the children. It's for the children. It's for the children. It's for the safety. We want to make sure people that shouldn't have guns don't have guns. Well, guess what? There's a way to do that, and everybody gets a background check without having to give up the name of the person, all right? You don't have to give up the name of the person. It's just like the no-fly list. We call it the no-buy list. It's published every day. You go online. Multiple times. You check. You see this guy's because, not on the no-buy you know, list. When you, when you do a background check on somebody, mm-hmm. it is it is hours, minutes, and seconds, and hundreds of seconds. I've read those reports, and they are literally... There was a call-in at this time, 17.44 seconds later, another call-in was made. Yes. And I went, okay, maybe you're right. That was probably not appropriate. But that kind of insight into the the check is there. So if if they can do it on when you're putting the name in, they could do it when you're clearing the name. Oh, absolutely. You know, every time you log in, you get a... Uh, a control number, you know, to, to verify the every, time every, that it was that's, done. That's how they. That's how they can tell. So this is not just us sitting around going, "Oh well, I checked them." Nope, you still got to have a control number. You still, oh, yeah. you still have to have this done on the no buy list. On the no buy. On the no buy list. Let me give you a little history about gun confiscation. This is recent history because let's face it, guns are recent history. Uh, in 1911, Turkey established gun control. That's the country of Turkey. That's not 
turkeys themselves. It's the country of well, turkey. They were tired it of being made into any Thanksgiving good. dinner. It yeah. wouldn't have done any good because you use a sword. Yes. From uh, in 1911, Turkey established gun control. 1915 and 1917, 1.5 million Armenians unable to defend themselves against their ethnic cleansing government were arrested and exterminated. That's, I'm not making this up. These are these are facts. Go go ahead and oh Google. come on, that was in 1911. Go, go. That's ancient history. Oh, hundred years ago. It's, it's right. Lawrence of Olivier. 1929, man. former Soviet Union established gun control as a means of controlling the more difficult of their citizens. From 1929 to the death of Stalin, 40 million Soviets met an untimely end at the hands of various government agencies as they were arrested extermi- and exterminated. Think uh, of the nope, think of the nope. problem, children. That, nope. That's in Russia. That's never going to happen here in America. No guns, no guns. There's you know, the next one. We Kevin and I met this this group when we were out at the gun rights uh, policy conference. Uh, the I, I want to say I'm, I'm not trying to sound funny on this one. I think it was Jews for Guns is is the name of it. I, I think it was something, something similar some, to some, that. Something very similar to that. Yeah. Um, I know a few of them myself. <laughs> Me too. Listen, after the rise of the Nazis, uh, Germany established their version of gun control in 1938. And from 1939 to 1945, 13 million Jews, gypsies, homosexuals, mentally ill, and others who were unable to defend themselves against the brown shirts were arrested and exterminated. Um, a little point, point of order, point of fact. The, the gun control bill uh, the, of 1968. It's very similar to the Nazi gun control act of, of 1938. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was very, very. It was, it was very, very... You know, they use some different adjectives. They, yeah. they, they re- move the words around in the sentences a little Wrote bit. almost exactly the same way. But, you know. uh, interestingly, the brown shirts were eventually targeted for extermination themselves following their blind acts of allegiance to Hitler. <laughs> so a little karma there. Any American <laughs> military and police would be wise to grasp the historical significance of the brown shirts' fate. We all know what happened in in Germany when uh, the the 13 million Jews... Uh, gypsies, mentally ill. It was six million Jews, and then everybody else made up of Jews. Uh, it should be gypsies, homosexuals, mentally ill, foreigners, were uh, were, were sent to the camps and sent to death because uh, non-Aryan, non-Aryan, because non-Aryan. they had they had been told, "Don't worry, their government will protect you. We're going to take your firearms. You don't need them." We're, Kevin, this is for the children. Mm-hmm. This is for the children. We're taking your firearms from you because the state can protect you. And that's when they took the children and put them in ammunition manufacturing facilities and drained the blood out of them for their soldiers. Do you, do you know why they use the, another fact, why they use the children in the ammunition manufacturing? The smallness of their hands. Small hands. They had small hands and they could they could uh, do it uh, more precise than adults could. Mm-hmm. After communist China established gun control in 1935, estimated 50 million political dissidents unable to defend themselves against the fascist leaders were arrested and exterminated. 50 million. Closer to home, Guatemala established gun control in 1964. From 1964 to 1981, 100,000 Mayans unable to defend themselves against their ruthless dictatorship, arrested and exterminated. Are we getting close enough, Earl? I mean, now we're now oh, we're about on. four years away. That, that's we're Central about, America. Okay. It's not going to happen here. Let, let me let me help Earl for a second. Let's go back to I don't know, eighteen hundred, to say about eighteen ninety. Okay. Name me an American Indian tribe that got to keep firearms on their reservation. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. It has happened here, uh, and our government did it. I know. And uh, as soon as you That's what get I... that status, you you you're either in 
or you're not. That was what happened at the Wounded Knee, was it? Uh, no, that was what happens when privateers sell guns to Indians. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and the government goes, oh, this will be easy. They're not armed. Oops. <laughs> uh, jumping ahead a little bit. 1994, Rwanda disarmed the Tutsi people and being unable to defend themselves from their totalitarian government, nearly one million were summarily executed. One million, one million. Gun control. I mean, we'll go into it. We'll talk about it all the time. We know gun control. We know it doesn't work. Uh, I saw another fact today. Uh, Peru. Peru, 8.2 million people in Peru. Guns Guns are illegal. Can't even own a firearm. Highest homicide rate in the world. In Sweden, 8.2 million people. Every household is required to have is required to have a firearm. Actually, I, you probably have two. I, I believe it's Switzerland. Switzerland, thank you, Switzerland. It's two. Um, it's it's a semi-automatic handgun that was used when you were finished your military service because you now are part of the correct. reserve. And the militia. A, and and a semi-automatic or fully automatic combat rifle. Yeah. A machine gun. Well, not all of them. <laughs> not all of them. Some most, of them are. Or select fire, but uh, there's behind the door. They're secured uh-huh. in the facility somewhere. You know, it makes you th- reconsider. Makes you reconsider whether or not you should break into somebody's house if you know they're like Kershaw, Georgia, Kennesaw, yeah, Kennesaw, Kennesaw, yep. There's a firearm there. Eight point two million people in Switzerland firearm in every house that where it's you know not a convicted felon or I'm sure a mentally unstable person. Lowest homicide rate in the world. Guns illegal, highest homicide rate in the world. Everybody has a gun, lowest homicide rate in the world. Well, maybe it's the environment. Maybe everybody likes living in Switzerland and everybody hates living in Peru. Wait, they're almost exactly the same environment. They're hmm. about the same altitude, same weather, different hemispheres, but Opposite maybe that's here. not it. Maybe that's not it. I, yeah, you know, but the, the, listen, the funeral business in Peru is probably through the roof. Probably. <laughs> Probably make a killing down there doing that. Oh, that was terrible. All right, thank you for joining us. First hour of the program here. Coming back up after the top yard. Make sure you listen to breaks. Listen to sponsors. We gotta we gotta pay the bills here. Uh, we got some some great new sponsors that are, that are on there. Give a listen. Until then, please remember to exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. We will see you when we get back from the break. You're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. Special guests. Have a good one. Special guests coming up.
It's Arms Room Radio with Mike and his team from the Arms Room. Conceal and carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here. And you can connect with these guys right now. Call the Arms Room Radio hotline. 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Arms Room Radio is on the air live coast to coast. From the Tech Studios. Now, here's Mike. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Thank you. Second hour, top-notch stuff coming up here. Top-notch stuff coming up here. We uh, we've got uh, we've got uh, gentlemen in the studio. We'll introduce in just a moment. Before we get to that, we want to go back over the how to get a hold of us info in case they they have any questions for him. Uh, how, how do they? What's the, what's the phone number? What's the call in number? What's the number? Four zero seven 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 four eight two five five. That's four zero seven 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 four talk. Four zero seven 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 four talk. They can hit us up on the old uh, the tweeter. Yes. And uh, they can email us, or you can uh, do the Facebook in with them. Uh huh. There you go. That's that's it. It's, it sounds so <laughs> it sounds so easy when I say it. Well, so we'll we'll get all that done. It's just uh, words and stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, words and dates and. Sean, we and... see you're on hold. Hold on until the next segment. We're going to get to you. We want to we want to take care of what we've got going on here first. With us in the studio, uh, I've got to find some music for him. Um. Uh-oh. You didn't think of this uh, no, I didn't. I didn't. All right. All right. I've got it. I've got it. Uh, with us in the studio is uh, a, a colleague of mine, former colleague of mine, current friend. Former colleague? Yeah, that's, that makes sense. Right. That makes sense. Yeah, I'll yeah, go with that. Okay. <laughs> is, uh, is is Derek Grimm. Uh, we, were, we were lieutenants together. Uh, Derek's uh, an Iraq vet and then one of the board of directors. Board member. F- board member uh, from the Camaraderie Foundation. Correct. And we're going to go with... Because he's here, and he's got the power. He's going to help. That's enough of that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I don't get to use the sound effects too much anymore. They they, they frown on it. That's why we're going to change the name of the show. People wonder why. They frown upon it. Uh, Let's talk about Camaraderie Foundation. Let's. Uh, When when did the organization get started? The organization got started about uh, five years ago. Uh, our founders, Mark, uh, Michael and Marnie Waldrop, uh, Michael was an Afghanistan vet, uh, was injured over in Afghanistan. And uh, when he got back from his uh, tour of duty, uh, he, he I, I think about half of his platoon had gotten divorced. Uh, and uh, Marnie and Michael were not going to sit down by the, uh, by, the, by the side of the road and just let it happen to them. So they went out and got counseling. Uh, they worked on a lot of things. Michael was suffering from a little bit of PTSD. Uh, and he wanted to be able to bring this resource to other service members and their families. Um, and so that's where Camaraderie Foundation was founded. Uh, it, it's an organization to help uh, active duty service members, uh, ser- veterans, um, their wives, spouses, uh, and children, and in, in getting um, help dealing with the Invisible Wounds of War. Well, one of the reasons... Uh... We're pumping as well. Obviously, Derek and I have a history together, so we'd be pumping in either way. It's a, it's it's an excellent organization, uh, and and it's continuing to grow. And we're we're glad to be able to to help ex- expand uh, th- their their product and their and the knowledge uh, for what they do. One of the things we've talked to you about here on the program is when a soldier, either a current active duty soldier, goes to uh, his his chain of command, or they go to the VA once they're out. That under the current administration, anytime they seek any type of PTSD help, they are listed as having mental illness and they're banned from purchasing or owning a firearm, which is 
completely. I believe the f- official legal term is malarkey. One of the things you get with Camaraderie Foundation is, pr- is privacy. It's confidentiality. Yes. You don't have to worry about this being reported back to your chain of command on active duty. You don't have to worry about this going through the VA to the FBI once, once you're out and receiving benefits. Um, additionally, this program, unlike the VA, to the family. Is, this is provides to the family. The family Correct. Also. So we reach out to the spouses and to the children as well uh, because, uh, you, you know, the veterans themselves are going through the process, but obviously if they're if they're married or if they have children, they're not going through it alone. Uh, and unfortunately, the VA doesn't provide that type of service to the to the spouse or to the children, uh, and they need counseling as well. It's camaraderiefoundation.org. If you're sitting near the computer or in the bathroom with your smartphone, go ahead and, and give it a look up and start taking a look at it. Uh, camaraderie, C-A-M-A-R-A-D-E-R-I-E, foundation.org. Correct. Uh, CamaraderieFoundation.org. Camaraderie is always one of those words for me where uh, yeah, it's like like restaurant or uh, get to a certain point. And, Spaghetti. Yeah, lose it. Yeah, yeah. I got that one down. I'm going to I'm I'm tell you. Spell check was created for you. Yes, it was. It and, was. And it me. was. And, and, and you. Uh, you've got an event coming up um, uh, in in uh, two weeks. Yes, November 7th. November 7th is going to be our uh, annual rucksack march. Uh, we have uh, three courses. We have a three-mile, a six-mile, and a 12-mile. Uh, really, it's fashioned after the expert infantry badge. Uh, for our 12-milers, we, we ask our warriors to carry a 35-pound rucksack, which is the minimum for the EIB, expert infantry badge. Uh, and then, uh, you know, we do offer, we, we do a three-mile and a six-mile as well uh, with 35-pound ruck. Uh, but we also offer um, people that want to walk it. You don't have to do it. Uh, my dad's a Vietnam veteran. He went, he went out last year, did the 12-mile uh, he's 66 years old. I told him he could not do it with a ruck, <laughs> uh, so he walked it. Uh, we've got a lot of people that come out and just walk the three-miler. Uh, we get a lot of uh, folks that come out and run the 12-miler. Uh, it's going to be out there near, down near Lake Nona. Uh, it is uh, our 12-mile is going to kick off at around 7, 7.30 in the morning. Uh, our 6-mile is going to kick off at around 8. Uh, and then our three miles is going to kick off around nine. We culminate it all at about uh, 10, 30, 11 o'clock. Uh, we're going to have some great vendors. It's sponsored by Lockheed Martin. Um, so it's it's just a great event. It helps us raise a lot of money for our foundation uh, and provides a lot of camaraderie. There it is, that word again. There it is. Uh, provides a lot of camaraderie with other veterans, with folks that are supporting either the organization or or, or our service members. You know, Alec was going to run the 12 with the 35-pound ruck on, but unfortunately, he's got to be out of town that day. Oh, is he? He's going to be out of town? He's going to be out of town. He's got to go into the unicorn farm <laughs> to get away from this 12-mile ruck march again. The, no, listen, I, he actually did have a strip schedule. This is really cool, though, that, uh, again, whatever whatever you are, if you're coming out to run, you're doing the, you, you want to you wanna walk, you want to run 12 miles, I love the fact that you can go out there, strap on that 35-pound ruck, and, and, and do the 12 miles. You can, you can, you can wear the, the shoes of the soldier. You, 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 you can, you can uh, although I, I've noticed what the, uh, what the uh, service member soldiers are wearing now these days, uh, they might as well be sneakers. Oh, I know. Um, Come on. Yeah, so, know. you know, it's, it's kinder, gentler. Yeah. You and I remember when we used to have to actually shine boots. Exactly. Know? I remember shining the bottom of the boots. Thank you, Drill Sergeant Sosa. Thank you for that. <laughs> Sergeant Major um, Duca. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this, though. Uh, <laughs> on average, we've seen that uh, for our 12-milers with the rucksack, uh, I'm going to say about two hours and ten minutes, I think, has been our best record so far. 
so I'd like to see somebody out come out and challenge a few of our folks uh, and see if we can't get underneath that two-hour mark. That'd be interesting to see. That's awesome. That's I can great. do it. I'm going to use a motorcycle. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk to you a little bit more. We get back from the break. We're going to do a little bit more come around on this. We get, uh, we've got to, we've got to treat it right. Um, I do remember, you, I know Derek remembers, we'd be like 35 pounds. Oh, come on. Let's, <laughs> it's, and we, weight. We, we, we do like 85 pounds. And then at some point you'd, you'd, you'd tell somebody else, listen, don't, don't load yours up all the way because I'm going to end up carrying it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Caltech studios. A little bit more on the uh, Camaraderie Foundation when we get back. want to accessorize your tactical rifle then you want the tactical excellence of gun tech usa gun tech a family owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for ar-15 ar-10 and ak-47 style rifles for nearly three decades gun tech usa has been producing the finest quality pistol grips rail systems scope mounts slings compensators flash hiders hand guards iron sights and more check online at guntechusa.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years this is the original, the Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself, so why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get mine? Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash armsroom.
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Arms Room Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Arms Room Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. We're joined in the studio. I don't know if you called this last segment. We're going to go over a little bit more again with uh, Derek Grimm. Derek Grimm is one of the... Did I get that right this time? Yep. Yes, you certainly did. From Camaraderie Foundation. And uh, they have an event coming up in the Central Florida area on November the 7th. Correct. Out at Lake Nona. It's the Ruck March Challenge. And this is great for if you're a runner, if you're a walker, if you're just happening to get back into fitness, if you're a, if you're all out and looking for a, you need a qualifier for your next event, uh, you can come on down here and uh, and do this. The, the really cool thing is the Ruck March. Like Derek said, it's patterned after the the expert infantry uh, examination for, for soldiers where they have to put 35 pounds in their pack. They have to wear boots, and like he said, we, we're getting old because these boots look like sneakers. Right, well. And I'm and starting to get that Sergeant Major attitude now. Those don't, those don't look like boots to me, troop. Yeah. <laughs> and remember, the EIB was, it was a minimum of 35, but you had to complete it within three hours. Yes. Now, we're not mandating that you complete it in three hours, but if you want, if you really want to challenge yourself, then you know, the, 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 the uh, military is four miles an hour. That is the standard. Um, and see if you can go out there and, and do it. How many steps per mile is that? I, that I don't know. It you don't d- remember it that? Depends. I'm six foot three. My brother's about five seven, so he steps a lot more than I do. <laughs> I distinctly remembering one of the times you and I did it, we got about halfway, stopped, took shoes off, had candy bars, <laughs> and made fun of people as they went past, <laughs> saying, you better keep going because we're just going to pass you. You better keep going. We're just going to pass you. We were the motivators. We were the motivators. <laughs> We were the, it was negative reinforcement, but we were a little bit of comedic relief too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I remember having a good time doing uh, some road marches. Uh, tell, tell us about the reach of the program. I know we're we're based out of Central Florida, but but we've we've got listeners all over the country. Can they benefit from this? Well, we're we're yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we're we're based here out of Central Florida. Uh, last time I checked, I think our stats were we've uh, we've had cases in 18 states. Uh, we're very well versed in finding counselors and identifying the counselors for that individual's needs, uh, whether it be a service member or like or the families. Uh, one of the ones that we're dealing with right now, or one of the larger areas that we're dealing with now, is um, is um, sexual abuse within the military. Females that have been uh, unfortunately raped. Uh, we've gotten a lot of counseling for the ladies. Um, so, you know, our, our reach is really, um, all throughout the U S it depends if they, as long as you can pick up a phone and give us a contact, uh, then we have the ability to, to reach out to you. Um, you know, our, our big thing is making sure that we have the, 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 the service member identified with the right counselor to get them taken care of. Um, you know, we offer 12 sessions. Um, that's a, a, a typical scholarship costs about $1,200, uh, and offers 12 sessions, uh, no cost to the individual. Um, and, and our counseling is meant to help the individual. It's not necessarily to cure them. It's to make sure that they're taken care of. And if they need to get a higher level of service because they've got deeper issues, uh, then we do coordinate with the VA to get them in. Um, and then, you know, if, if they've identified the issues and they're able to uh, to, to move move on without having to use all 12 sessions, then, you know, we don't mandate they use all 12 sessions. Uh, but for a lot of folks, it's just identifying the issues. 
uh, and learning what's what they're dealing with and, and how best to handle their situations. Uh, we offer a lot of different programs. We we offer family fun days where we go out about six or eight times a year and we try and bring all the all the families together. Um, you know, you're probably well aware, Mike. Central Florida is one of the largest uh, veteran uh, areas in the U.S. We yes. seem to have a lot of veterans here in our area. Uh, and you know, when you're when you're on active duty or when you're when you're serving, you're around a post. People are all dealing with the same issues, so everyone kind of knows where you're at. When you're in the civilian world and there is no central location, there's no PX, you don't know uh, how close you are to other veterans that are dealing with the same issues because you're not you're just not connected. Uh, and so that's what we really try and use the family fund days for is just to connect. Um, it, it's a it's a great organization, folks. CamaraderieFoundation.org. That's CamaraderieFoundation.org. Go right on the website, and you can you can find out all the contact info. If you're sitting listening to our voice right now, and you, you just can't get to a computer, I give you the phone number. It's four zero seven. 841-0071, 407-841-0071. Otherwise, come go on, get get on get on your old uh, your your laptop there and and look up CamaraderieFoundation.org. They need, and I know you don't want to hear it. They need help. Uh, whether it's donations, whether it's volunteering, they can use whatever you can. This is not some uh, Bloomberg-funded billionaire event. This is something that was uh, grassroots, grassroots. And, and, and brought together for uh, veterans in Central Florida and is now expanded out into 18 states. I'm sure if you're sitting in one of the states that is uh, not on that list right now, well, you don't even know what that list is, but if you call in, they'll find somebody for you. Yeah, we, we serviced 126 scholarships last year. Uh, we're in October. We're on track to do over 140 this year. Um, you know, it's it, it's not an issue that's going away. We might be we might be you know winding down the conflicts in Afghanistan and Iraq, uh, but you know, folks suffer for this for a, for a long time, um, and so it's it, it's just about getting in front of these folks and helping them, and that's what we're trying to do, uh, and we need help helping them. That's what we're here for. We're trying to help. CamaraderieFoundation.org. Derek, thank you for, so much for stopping by. Thanks for thank having me again, Mike. Thank, I thank really you. appreciate it. Thank you so much. We'll see you again next week. Sure. And if you're coming back in or if you're going to be on the phone, we're going to do this again until we get the event uh, get the event uh, completed for you. Great. Thanks a lot, Mike. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us. And it's always wonderful to see, uh, see an old friend. You know, if Bloomberg would give all his money to that organization, I would give him all my guns. You see, but you know what? Now let's let's see if we can get that to him. We'll see if we can we can we can get that happen. Um, all of the guns that you've disclosed, or all of your guns? No, I'll give them all oh, to him. Oh, I'll everything, give, everything. Give, he gives me every last red cent of all of his investments to the Camaraderie Foundation. I will forfeit permanently every firearm I own. I I'm gonna go with shenanigans. Nope. I'm gonna go nope. with shenanigans. Nope. I, you know what? You mean as of now? Right now. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> All the ones I own right now. Not, not, not future, about tomorrow. Not future purchases. Uh, You'll see it at G Armstrong tomorrow. We uh we we have a caller on the line, Sean, calling from Vero Beach. Sean, you've got a question for us? Yes, I do. What can we do uh, for you? Thank you for holding on, Sean. By the way, thank you very oh, much. Oh man. First of all, I love your show. I listen to y'all every Saturday. Thank you. Yeah. All right, Mike. I'm a veteran. And I have my concealed weapon for over 10 years now. Okay. Question I want to ask you. Um, knowing that you can't go in certain places with your weapon, um, what about bars? Now, my instructor told me that uh, the only way you can take your weapon into a bar unless they serve food. Is that true or 
What's going on with that? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you the general rule of thumb that um, that I that I use and, and that we teach people with. Um, you, you can't go into some place where their primary source of income is alcohol sales. Right, can't be the main objective of the business. Is right, to sell right. Alcohol. And, and the easy way to tell that is in Florida, if the primary source of income is alcohol and not food. You're also allowed to smoke there. That's that's almost how you can always tell. If you can smoke in the building, you shouldn't have your firearm there. So if, if you go into a bar and you're allowed to smoke there, your gun's not allowed there. That's in Florida. That's in Florida. That's in Florida. Um, if you go, and, and you're, you're, you're perfectly allowed to, I'm going to just throw it out there uh, for no other reason than it's a wonderful example. I'm not supporting them either way. Let's say Applebee's. You go into Applebee's, they have a restaurant side, they have a bar side. You could take your firearm to either one. Yeah, because they don't let you smoke in either. Right. right. It's you're still you're in the bar in Applebee's, but it's okay because guess what? The primary source of income is not alcohol. Now, if they have a they have a a, a porch or a, or a portico outside where you can go outside to smoke, you still can carry your firearm because that's a convenience for the patrons. It's still a restaurant. Yes. Okay. So just because they get they have a smoking section, you will find that you don't get served very much in the smoking section because you can go out there to smoke and then come back in. There's also for for those that take the the firearm into bar if they're gonna if they're gonna have a drink or two, uh, there's no law in Florida prohibiting you from having an alcoholic beverage while you're having you have your concealed weapon. However. If something were to happen, your your boy, you're gonna have to call me in a big hurry. Yeah, you, yeah. Don't if you're gonna go <laughs> drinking, don't carry your weapon. It's, there's no reason. Don't carry a concealed weapon. Don't carry anything. If you're going out on a bender, you're going out to a party, you're going out to do those things. You know what? It you're going to be impaired, and that's going to impair your judgment, your decision making. You, if you wouldn't drive a car, you shouldn't carry a firearm. Just don't do it. Have somebody go with you and have them carry. Bring a donk. That's what I do. I bring Earl. <laughs> I bring Earl, and, and I don't. I don't have to worry about carrying a firearm because I have an Earl. Does that help, Sean? Yes, but that's what he said. He said that's a loophole. I know every law's got a loophole, right? And, uh, and he said that's one of the loopholes is when you're doing, but it's not necessary. You need to do it, but you know he was telling me a little bit more about the rules and everything on that, so. I yep. just want to get a little bit of clarification. Sure, no problem. And we were glad we can we glad we could help. So the 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 clarification is if you could this is in Florida. If you could smoke in that bar, you can't take your gun in there. If you can eat in that bar, and I'm not talking about you know uh, a week old peanuts in a bowl. <laughs> I'm talking about popcorn. a real a real yeah. meal. Yeah. If you can order a real meal, you can have your firearm in that restaurant, and they also have an alcohol license. Yeah. So. Hope that helps. That's the uh, that's that's the best way we teach to remember because they don't delineate or they don't they don't put the signs on the door that say uh, one, our one primary way, objective one, here yeah, is to sell alcohol. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Keltec Studios. We'll see you on the other side of the break.
With SRN News, I'm Rhonda Rockstrup. A 25-year-old woman has been arrested on a DUI charge after police say she plowed her car into a crowd of spectators during the Oklahoma State University homecoming parade in Stillwater early Saturday. Three people were killed, 22 others injured, including eight who were airlifted to hospitals with critical injuries. Law enforcement officials in Virginia say they've prevented a possible school shooting rampage. Spotsylvania County Sheriff's Office says a 15-year-old and a 17-year-old were planning to use guns and knives to attack students and staff at Riverbend High School in Fredericksburg. Health officials are hoping a fall recess will help subdue a norovirus outbreak in Nevada schools. It's grown at an alarming rate, quadrupling in several weeks. Officials say more than 1,700 students and a staff of 20 schools and a few daycare centers have been affected with the virus. This is SRN News. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. Gun Tech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, Gun Tech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, handguards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done when customizing your tactical rifle insist on tactical excellence insist on gun tech usa parts gun tech a proud supporter of the second amendment and friends of arms room radio check them out online today at guntechusa.com that's g-u-n-t-e-c-u-s-a.com gun tech usa defining tactical excellence for over 26 years hey mike ready to go to lunch no not today i'm going to get some trigger time in you're going to the range nope I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time? How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. With the rise in workplace violence, I vowed not to be a victim. Besides, I'm here all by myself. So why not? I have my CERT training pistol, and when practicing your draw from concealment, CERT is the safest and only way to go. CERT training pistol. I've heard about them. They look like a Glock, but they don't fire real bullets. Saves you money, huh? Yep, it sure does. How do I get my Log on to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room and order yours today. The safest and easiest way to train in your own environment. Get ready. Stay ready with the CERT training pistol. Go online right now to nextleveltraining.com slash arms room. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game-changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance... It turned competitors into copycats. Innovation. Performance. Caltech. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Caltech Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. Hey, Mike, ready to go to lunch? No, not today. I'm going to get some trigger time in. You're going to the range? Nope. 
I'm going to train in the environment in which statistics say I'm most likely to have a violent encounter at work. Here in the office? Or at home. Trigger time. How can you have trigger time in the office or at home without shooting up the place? Easy. With my CERT SIRT training pistol from Next Level Training. Shooting paper targets at the range is good practice, but it's not the environment I'm in most of the time. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Kiltech Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Kiltech Studios. The Fallen Heroes segment from Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Michael T. Robertson died October 25, 2005, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Robertson, 28, of Houston, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 15th Infantry Regiment, 3rd Brigade, 3rd Infantry Division, Fort Benning, Georgia. He died October 25th at Brook Army Medical Center, San Antonio, of injuries sustained October 17th when an improvised explosive device detonated near his Bradley fighting vehicle in Samara, Iraq. The incident fatally injured another soldier and was reported October 25th. Army Sergeant Michael T. Robertson, you are not forgotten. like to get a hold of us at maxlaworlando.com you've got a couple different ways that you can do it you can reach us at our website like i just said maxlaworlando.com you can give us a call at the office phone number is 407-480-2179 you can uh, reach us on facebook it's facebook.com slash downtown attorneys or you can reach us on mike's favorite the twitters at maxlaworlando hit me up on the old twitters if he's not banned We'll get a hold of you. I'm actually pretty active on there this week. It's uh, World Series week, and uh, one of the right teams is in there. So uh. we're, we're we're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> the uh, hey, um, lots of lots of news out of Florida this week, and um, I'll just tell you this. First off, don't just don't go to a Walmart. I mean, it's anything crazy can happen. It's going on in a Walmart. And I'm just not even going to go beyond <laughs> beyond that. Isn't that a uh, rule for life? Don't just go to Walmart. Stay out of a Florida Walmart. That's they, just they have, all they I can tell you. They have websites that the people of Walmart. This is this. Well, they, they have websites, and it's called the Florida Criminal Database History. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just stay out of Walmart's. Uh, but in Florida this week, controversy today. Today, Florida's first bear hunt in decades to begin today amid protests. Uh, take aim, take aim, hunters, take cover, bears. Florida's controversial bear hunt first statewide harvest. Of iconic species since 1972, can, can, you, can you tell where we're going yet with this yeah. with this author? Think of the baby bears. The, the, the harvest. It's for uh, the baby bears. It starts today with bear lovers and animal welfare advocates keeping watch at tag stations where hunters must take their kills. There is, uh, you don't I don't know how to say it. There's an overabundance of the bears in Florida. Uh, it there's an overabundance of bears in the Wakaba River Basin. It's it's all well of the uh, I believe there's. Five, or I can't remember, there's five or six wildlife management units in Florida. Florida's cut up into a couple of different sections, uh, you know, north uh, North Panhandle, or excuse me, west Panhandle, east Panhandle, south central, 
and uh, uh, and um, and North, and five, uh, 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 all but two you can hunt in. There's two sections that don't have a bear problem; they've been left alone. The uh, then the other sections in Florida which have a bear problem, including the Wakiva area, uh, they've said uh, uh, come come take bear, come take bear. Uh, first bear was killed in Lake County. Was it killed? We've already got one today. 243 Remington at 200 yards. It was a 298-pound female. Apparently, the second bear was killed also in Lake County by a DeLand resident with a 338 Magnum. It was a 312-pound male. It did not drop from that shot. He had to track it. Yeah, I grazed him in the shoulder and knew it wasn't getting far. But when you graze somebody with a 338 Magnum, <laughs> yeah. you know, that's like a Ouch. 88 Magnum. It shoots through schools. <laughs> you know, we've, we've got a group of us going um, hopefully tomorrow. Uh, this is going a week. It going, goes on for a week. I've got, um, or what's your what's your bear hunting weapon of choice? 300 Blackout AR. 300 Blackout AR. See, I'm going with an AR, but I'm going with the, the 50 Beowulf jacketed hollow point. You guys are such <laughs> ladies. If I'm going to hunt a bear... It's going to be a fair fight. I'm taking a stick. Yeah. This is, unfortunately, it's not the Russian circus I'm, I'm that gonna, we're in. So. I'm going to back Kevin up with his pumpkin chunker. Pumpkin chunker. There you go. There you go. You better get permission from Mama to use it. <laughs> uh, first shot can be fired uh, today at 7.01 a.m., 30 minutes before sunrise. Kevin's already found uh, the first couple of kills uh, that were reported. You know, you've right. got 12 hours after to, first to shot to, the station. to go to yeah. the station, and the stations are set up in such a way that there should be there should be no station more than thirty miles from any spot in Florida where you can hunt uh, hunt bear this this week. Uh, protesters frustrated by the state's wildlife agency's refusal to reconsider the hunt held final demonstrations Fridays in dozens of cities, including a rally at Lake Eola in downtown Orlando, where animal welfare advocate advocates decried it as a trophy hunt. Again, I'm sorry. I understand. It, it, it is a trophy hunt. Well, sure, you can have a trophy when you're done. It just, that's part of the side effect. But we had four people in my neighborhood, or, or four people that were cleared to hunt in in my general neighborhood. Right. And I waited to see if I saw any of them come by because I was I had four bear sticks. I was going to say, if you're a man, <laughs> here you go. Go hunt your bear. Uh, He's just used to the old ways. That's how he used to fight yeah. them off in ancient exactly. times. Exactly. He exactly. works with bison. <laughs> It worked with mammoths. <laughs> Actually, he first started off scaring the, the mammoth off off a cliff. <laughs> Work with the first one. That's because he smelled me. <laughs> the uh, I, I, the Florida Wildlife Commission or Florida Freshwater Fishing uh, Game. Fish Game Wildlife Commission uh, does the studies every year of every animal in the state. They know what the populations are. They have a very good idea. These are these are not. Um, these are not people standing on a street corner just taking a number. These are environmentalists. They're out there and they understand that it's overpopulated. The and it's not it's not overpopulated because people are encroaching on their areas. The bears are overpopulated because they're populating. They're they're becoming more of them. Uh, there there's 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 too many to uh, for them to sustain a healthy bear environment. There's just they're. Now you got bears fighting for bear property. You're gonna you're gonna come outside one day it's and like, there's gonna be a territorial bear fight in, bear fight in your driveway. Bear on bear crime. Yeah, listen, bear lives matter. 
right? <laughs> bear on, you got the bear on bear crime uh, that Alex now representing. Give him a call at Mass Law Orlando <laughs> if you've witnessed any bear on bear crime. Um, the, uh, the, there's too many bear, and and, and this, the, the the whole state quota is 320 bear. That's 100 in the Central Florida area. There's 320 bear in the entire state that they're looking to take. Uh, the Florida, the Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission will monitor these hunters in the field, yeah. and and they will monitor the protesters at the tag stations because the tag stations are published. So what they're doing is going to the tag stations to protest the tag stations and the hunters. Uh, here's something I found unusual. In Florida, as within many other states, your concealed weapons information, if you apply for a concealed weapons permit, a concealed carry permit, that information is protected. I, you know, you asked me about that during the break. Yes. Your your home address is on that document. Correct. I don't believe your address is on your it, hunting it permit. It is on your hunting permit. Okay. It I, is on I don't know permit. why they would publish those. Uh now, in Florida, has a couple of other, other weird things that you can be that can be published. A, a couple. We okay. All right. Several thousand. Okay. But um, there there's there's a weird couple of rules with firearms in Florida that I know Kevin will be looking into. Concealed weapons permits, protected information. Sec- armed security guards, not protected information. Probably because of public policy issue that if you want to make sure that somebody really is what they said they are. You can look them up. Sure, but then let their security guard information. Security guard information. I don't think it's going to. It's the class of the license. Yes. All right. Let's skip over that one. Okay. Hunting permits. I'm not sure why. Because and I know I get fishing license, hunting license, uh, bow license, uh, Kevin hunting with a stick license. Not all of those involve firearms. Correct. But if you select. I'm because you have to. You say I'm going deer firearm because you, you you can collect deer firearm. You can do deer arrow. You could bow and arrow archery season. But if you select firearm, why wouldn't that be protected also? Because what had happened in Florida this week, as the 3,543 people that purchased bear permits know, they all got calls and 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 harassment and mail from the. Uh, ASPCA and the anti-bear hunters uh, with hateful messages and uh, and threats if they were to hunt bears. Uh, likewise, people that had property that were going to allow the hunts to take place on received the same notifications from uh, these these organizations, these anti-bear hunting organizations. So. That's a question that we're going to look into, see if we could find out some answers, and maybe make a few recommendations for next year's Legislative Assembly. You're uh, listening to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Caltech Studios. We'll see you after the break. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of Gun Tech USA. 
GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA, defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Hey, how was your weekend? Great. I went to the range and I went shooting. Oh, man. I wish I could shoot as much as you. But, you know, I can't find a reliable ammo source that doesn't cost an arm and a leg. You should try. SendMeAmmo.com Um, what was that? You mean SendMeAmmo.com Yeah, yeah, I mean that. What was that? Those are my friends from SendMeAmmo.com Just go to their website, www.SendMeAmmo.com And sign up to get your ammo. You can make a one-time purchase, or you could sign up for monthly ammo deliveries like I I get. What calibers do they have at SendMeAmmo.com? You can get 223, 380, 9mm, 40 cal, and 45 at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. So I can get range and defense ammo? Yes, you can. So sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com. It's guaranteed ammo monthly. Uh, do these guys follow you around all day? Yeah, it's great in the carpool lane, but it's no fun in the bathroom. Sign up now at SendMeAmmo.com and use code ARMSROOM for 10% off your first monthly order. That's SendMeAmmo.com. This is the original. The Keltec P3AT. With six game changing innovations, it's the lightest 380 auto pistol ever made. Others may look like it, but in the one millionth of a second it takes for innovation to ignite performance, it turned competitors into copycats. Innovation, performance, Keltec. See the P3AT in action at YouTube slash Keltec Weapons. Thinking about buying an AR rifle? Maybe for hunting or home protection. There are a lot of them on the market. So why choose an arms room AR rifle? Well, one, they're made by veterans and first responders, people who know what it's like to depend on a rifle. Two, the arms room AR is made with the highest quality materials and standards. Your arms room AR may not ever be used to defend life and property, but if it comes to that, know it'll work right the first time, every time. Shop armsroom.com for their complete selection of AR rifles, pistols, parts, and accessories. That's armsroom.com, where veterans and first responders always receive 10% off. You're listening to Armstrong Radio, live from the Keltec Studios. Call the Armstrong Hotline right now, 407-774-8255. 407-774-8255. Now, more Armstrong Radio, live coast to coast, with Mike and the guys in the Keltec Studios. Welcome back to Arms Room Radio. Great looking crowd. Thank you, Earl. Last week, uh, we had um, our uh, our intern, Bruce, was helping out with that. <laughs> and um, and he uh, he did a wonderful job with the with the with the crowd. So although they seem always a little bit happier when you deal with them. Yeah. I don't know. What I, that I is, think so. Earl greases their palms. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, wait. Did I give out the Shh. secret? 
That's uh, where all the swag keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, they always say the best radio happens on the commercials. Uh, so we're going to tell you what happened on the commercials while you guys were listening. We we had a we had an in-depth talk here about bear hunting. Um, the, the population for the bears is, uh, in, in, in this is the Florida bear population, is, uh, is, is clearly overgrown to the point where the numbers need to be reduced. Uh, Kevin um, cited the two locations where the bears had been taken. Kevin, I'm guessing because it's the only place you can hunt them in Florida, has to be private property inside those wildlife management units, um, cannot be a residential neighborhood. Uh, it's, it's You still have to meet all the other requirements of of, of, uh, of firing your firearm that you would uh, for any other hunting or sporting event. So I'm getting those bears were in the middle of a field or in the middle of the woods somewhere. They're, they're apparently both on private property in Lake County. Uh and when you say private property, I'm not talking. You're not talking about a, a quarter acre home plot. No, I'm not getting that impression. No, this is a somebody with a couple hundred Some, thousand somebody's acres. Somebody's woods. Yes, yes somebody's, somebody's woods. woods. These are not the problem, bears. No, it, it, tell the truth about why you want to hunt the bears. You don't want to hunt the bears because the bears are too many. You want to hunt the bears because the bears have mauled somebody in I don't know Longwood. Those are the bears you want to get rid of. You only killed seven. You, we want to get rid of more of them. We want to get rid of 320. Okay, so you're going to have to do what Minnesota did back in uh, 90. They allowed the hunt to be in downtown, long in people's backyards. And they cleared out a problem with the deer population in downtown Minneapolis along the Mississippi River by letting there be a one-day hunt Thanksgiving to clear out some of the deer that were not migrating. They were living yeah. in... And live, deer living in wintertime in Minnesota is, you've got to be an imaginative deer. They're sleeping against dryer vents. The bears that are the problem now are, they're in neighborhoods. That's where we should go hunt them. If you're going to hunt the bears that are the problem. And you'll get just as much revenue from the taxing authority for that bear as you will from a bear that wasn't doing any harm to anybody at all, living in the woods, Lake County, doing the bear thing. You want to get rid of the bears because you want the revenue from the taxes, and you want to get rid of the problem bears. Hunting the bears in in the wildlife management areas is not really going to get rid of the problem bears. It, it's it's not. It's not like the bears that are eating in the dumpster behind the convenience store are going. Oh well, look, Fred the bear just moved out of the woods. I'll go back now. You, yeah, you it's, know, not, he, it's not yeah, that exactly. kind. Of, it's not a city bear going. You know, I'm going to go be a country bear this weekend so that I can yeah. get hunted. They're, 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 they're in the city because the food source is easy. They've, 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 the city has encroached upon their territory, and these have become the problem bears. And people make it worse because, oh, look, I'll, I'll feed, feed the, the bear. bear. I'll feed the bear because it's, it's in know, my it's, backyard. It's Yogi, it's cute. Yogi and Boo Boo. And, and, but and, then again, if they're going to use the argument, well, we have to hunt. Okay. I, if you think the bear is dangerous, you should hunt the bear. If you want to argue the bear is not dangerous, then the next time that someone has one in their pool enclosure, you, the person who's protesting the bear is not dangerous, gets to go over there with a broom and shoo it away. Correct. And right. nobody gets to come help you. Right. It's you're on your own. It's I'll, almost. I'll loan you my stick. Almost <laughs> as if, as if we need to have a special bear hunt to deal with. To, this sounds comical. We have to deal with city bear. It's not country bear we're worried about. No. It's city bear. Yep, we need exactly. a bear SWAT team. Well, you know, listen, it, it, perhaps that's what it is. It's, it's, it's you, 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 you could be part of the city bear hunting permits, uh, but you have to take a special course because no, you can't. You go out with a guide. 
So you go yes. out with a team. Yes, but that, these guides have to be certified. That's, that's right. what I'm talking about. You get these courses to get them certified. You can't you can't walk into uh, the 7-Eleven dumpster with a 50 Beowulf uh, and, 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 <laughs> no. and and expect to only hurt the bear or the dumpster. So you know, that means you're out. You, well, you have to. You, have, <laughs> you would have to find. You, you, this is what. This is the reason you have the training. You tell them. Um, we're going to have these hunts, but but guess what? It's got to be with a four fifty four Casul handgun. Mm-hmm. It's got to be with a, a forty five seventy range. Clearly, he's hands. never fired a four fifty. So yeah, I'm I'm just about as afraid of you with a four fifty four as I am with a fifty Beowulf. Yes, but this is a handgun the, cartridge the and a hole, handgun. The hole in my car is going to look the same. Yes, but you don't want to be <laughs> running through the neighborhoods or going up and down the swales or the right of ways with a rifle. With rifles. Versus you running around with the largest conventional handgun in the world. Yes, but it's in a holster on your hip. <laughs> oh, the, the four, it's, it's all about perception. The 460 Smith & Wesson, that'd be even safer, right? Yes, yes. Earl, you, you could Earl, use... Earl, tase yes. him. Yeah. <laughs> you could use a 10 millimeter with a plus P plus round, mm-hmm. just for a conventional ammo. Uh a 45 caliber, would it do it? Yeah, but I'm not hunting a bear with a 45. I want bigger. Oh, I thought you wanted a 40. No, no. What? <laughs> what are we going to do with a 40? Are we going squirrel hunting? <laughs> Listen, I know Mike, Mike Kevin loves the 40 because he hunts all the squirrel. He's, got, he's got a house full of nuts. Laugh it up. Ooh. Laugh it up. Yeah, laugh it up. Yeah. No, it's a handgun hunt. But it's a it's you know it's it's a handgun hunt with a scope you know it's, I will say I, it's, I I see where you're going but I don't know if I'd necessarily I'd make it you know a handgun hunt more because solely for the reason that shooters are typically more accurate with rifles than they are with handguns. But this that's what I'm saying we when you're running through the neighborhoods you don't want somebody taking what'd you say a 200 yard shot 300 yeah. yard shot oh yeah. no I, that's not what I, you want I, I agree with you this is I one of them uh, 50 yard shots tops yes, yes. yeah but yes. you could solve that problem by going with a conventional, a fragmentary round mm-hmm. in a single-shot rifle like a Thompson Center where you're not carrying ammo. The guide's carrying ammo, right? Just like a lion, a real lion hunt in Africa in in a, in a an urban-like setting, villages and the like. You don't want to do that. Uh, they they There are ways to control that. But if we're going to just do that, why don't we trap the bear, take the bear out in the woods, Starve the bear for a couple of days, release the bear, and then the hunter can shoot the bear while the bear stops to eat. Because you're not allowed to hunt within 100 yards of a food source. <laughs> why don't Why don't we just above a, a feeding source, not a food source? Why don't we just stop it at trap the bear and relocate the bear? Oh, and, and I guess that's no one's getting then. no one's getting paid for it. Well, now yeah, you've got city yeah, bears yeah, and country yeah. bears trying to get along, and you got like <laughs> bear gang warfare going on. on East coast, crime. west coast, you know, they're <laughs> they'll establish their own pecking order. <laughs> It'll be a bear buy. Let's say a bear buyback. That's right. What? what? <laughs> Whoa! Hey, I think he was talking about a drive by. <laughs> you went the wrong direction. <laughs> Not one direction, the wrong direction. Uh, yeah, so I could see that. Maybe this is what this needs the next time for. So FWC, if you're listening, and we know you are. Uh, FWC, NSA. NSA, all the same, all the same. Perhaps a guide hunt <laughs> in the populated areas where the bears are, because that's the problem. You know, I'm telling you, once, they, once 320 bears are killed off in the management areas, the city bears aren't moving back. No, uh-uh. it's- 
Johnny's place is available. Moving back in. You know? Hope you love some honey. They're not. They're not doing. Yeah, exactly. They're not doing that. Oh, you know what? No, I can't say that. I can't say that. <laughs> tell you, I know of a place. Uh, we were trying to think of the perfect place to hunt a bear, and all we could think of was again in the cities in Longwood, uh, and the Wakaiva Basin, and all throughout the state. They end up in the dumpsters. Uh, well, there is a place. Out and I don't even give you the, the the county. There's a place out in the middle of nowhere where they process honey. I was thinking, <laughs> you if I was if I was a smart bear hunter, I'd be at the dumpster behind the honey processing. This plant. is the kind of guy that tortures Christopher Robin to find out where in the hundred acre wood Winnie the Pooh is. Exactly. What? Where's the bear? Where's the bear? What? Listen, if there's a dumpster behind a, a honey processing center, there's a bear not far from there. Right? <laughs> it's like it's like having a, a picnic basket factory and not expect a bear to be there either. There's going to be bear near there. There's a Yogi and Boo Boo reference. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I'm sorry. So yeah. bear hunting, we'll get some bear hunting tips. We'll get some bear hunting stories uh, for you for you next week when we get back. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna. We're gonna we're gonna get some we're gonna talk to some bear hunters. We're gonna see how it went. We're gonna see what the harassment was like. We're gonna we're gonna talk to some perhaps some of our legislative friends to find out how hunting permits can be made to uh, protect the rights of gun owners also. And then that's I, that's really the point I think we were trying to make earlier is uh, listen if you're a fisherman okay if you're a bow hunter okay but if you're a uh, if you if you register for gun season for for gun quota that. Uh, your privacy should protect you the same way that a concealed weapons permit. See, I'm not really seeing Hillary run to your house going, I want to confiscate your fishing tackle. Right. But Why again, not? if I. Well, have... because, you know, I've used a rod and reel, and I just don't think it's going to be quite as aggressive a useful tool to stop tyranny. I just can't see my fly rod stopping. Uh... Swing it lower. <laughs> yeah. Back of the, right Cle- back of the clearly, thighs. Clearly, it's the, wrong, at the back got, of the thighs. And I got you're good. the wrong wrist action. <laughs> All right. Thank you again for joining us this week. Uh, next week, we get back. We got a whole bunch of great new stories and some, some fabulous guests. Until then, please, please remember exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Uh, let's, let's go, Mets. Mets are in the series, folks. Don't forget Tuesday. What series is that? It's the World no, Series. No, some baseball stuff. It's okay. baseball. Yeah. It's you know the why the Cubbies lost, right? Because they're bears. Because they're bears. <laughs> exactly right. They lost. They're city bears. <laughs> we'll see you next week. Have a good one, y'all. Take care. We'll see you next week. AM 660. The answer. WORL. Altamont Springs. Orlando. 5.5 W280 CJOVW.